Welcome back to another episode of Bible Conversations. Today, we have a very special guest with us, Andres Cotto from Costa Rica. And we, uh, we're excited to learn a little bit more about the church in Costa Rica and about his work. So, uh, stay tuned. Right. Well, Andres, uh, I would like for you to introduce yourself, if you could. Oh, yes, of course. Well, uh, thank you very much for having me here with you both. I really appreciate the opportunity. Uh, my full name is Andres Cotto. I am from San Jose, Costa Rica, and I preached there for San Jose Sur Church of Christ like four years ago. Mm-hmm. I was there from with... Uh, co-worker whose name is Steven Morales Mm -hmm. and we are a little congregation trying to be pleasing to God and grow up spiritually and in number through evangelism. I also I am a student for the Georgia School of Theology which is a a preaching school which is located in middle Georgia and that is one of the reasons why I am here. I am doing here in Care Church of Christ, my internship. Yeah, and we're so happy to have you here with us this week. Um, I know you've spent some time working with Chris and, and talking about the outreach aspect of ministry and the education aspect of ministry. You spent some time with Corey talking about preaching. Um, uh, spent some time with me today uh, talking about uh, youth ministry stuff. Um, and we've enjoyed having you here this week. It's been fantastic. And, and we even threw you right into the fire on Wednesday night and had you teach a class too. So yeah. everything um, I heard too was that it was absolutely wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Same here. Um, we, we've really enjoyed having you here. Um, and we're excited to talk about the church in Costa Rica today. Um, yeah. So it's, I, it's nice for me because I actually get to talk with him in English. Yeah. Uh, this, this whole week, he's had me only talking in Spanish. And so I'm trying been, to train you before you go to, to train, Costa Rica. Yeah. Right? So I've, I've been working on my Spanish. It's, it's definitely gotten better, but now we get to talk in English. Solo español. No, <laughs> no, not for now. Villain no habla español. So we have to do this in English. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, Chris, uh, you had a, a few questions that were uh, written out to start. Yeah. So just to kind of get the conversation going, um, Andres, what do you love about the church in Costa Rica? Oh, I love many things about the church in Costa Rica, but the thing that I love more is the love they have for the truth and the desire they have to serve God and others. The brothers are very friendly and like to share uh, it is beautiful to see how the gospel changes the people's life and make people from different places and from different story be different stories be as one body. Mm-hmm. So the glory be to God for it. Yeah, yeah, that's wonderful. Uh, you know, here in here in the states, we have uh, different types of churches and different. Denom- I don't like the word, but different denominations and. Uh, and then even amongst the, the brotherhood, we've got, I mean, Dylan, you've got a, a map in your office that you're going to be hanging up where yeah. you're going to have probably a, a hundred different pins up there for all the churches just in DFW. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I think there's about 60 congregations in Costa Rica, mm-hmm. right? And, and, the, and the one you're working with, uh, like you said earlier, is, is a smaller one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
But it, it is a wonderful thing to see people from different aspects of life, different professions, different ages, different everything come together with one purpose, and that's to worship God and to love God. Yes, worship God in spirit and truth, as yeah. I was talking today with mm-hmm. uh, our brother here. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, we were just talking this morning at the coffee shop about, um, uh, you know, worship can become so routine for us. And, yeah. and I know you and I experience that here in America, but yeah. um, Andres was saying that, you know, that happens in Costa Rica too, that yeah. people can just get so used to just kind of checking their box and, yeah. and going yes. through the routine and worship. And, and so we're, uh, you know, turning to John chapter four, looking at Jesus's conversation with the Samaritan woman. Yeah. And um, the instruction that he gives is that we're to worship in spirit and truth. And, Mm -hmm. and a lot of times we get the truth down. (laughs) We we're like, this is the way that we're supposed to worship. This is what is um, authorized in scripture. This is what is not authorized in scripture. Um, And and we get the truth down, but um, sometimes we lack in the spirit um, and and we get so used to just doing things in routine. So, Mm -hmm. um, so just striving to, for that in, in both aspects, not only here in America, but also in Costa Rica. Yeah. So, um, the other question that we had, uh, we wanted to ask you, what are some challenges you have faced in spreading the gospel? Oh, it is a good question. And I would say one of the biggest challenges is denominationalism. Mm-hmm. Many people follow Catholicism, Pentecostalism, mm-hmm. or many are also part of the Baptist church. Mm-hmm. Even Jehovah's Witnesses and Mormons are growing rapidly. Oh, wow. Uh, the problem is that these people believe they are safe where they are, but we know they are not. Uh, so that uh, it is very important to work together and to make known the Church of Christ and that many can find a true relationship with Jesus. It is what they need, a relation with Jesus and with the truth. So that I think it is a challenge and it is very important to find a way to work together with some churches and work hard to unite the efforts so that the Church of Christ uh, will cease to be a minority and become a, a stronger in our country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's a lot of the things that you're saying are things that we struggle with here. Uh, so, for instance, Keller has, uh, on a good Sunday, 350 members. And... Uh, just up the road on the highway, there's a, a, a community church called Gateway. Uh, there's another one just up the road, not even on the highway, uh, called, was it Lifeway or? Milestone. Milestone. Yeah, there's Milestone that way. And then there's another Victory something this way. There, there's, they're all, the all Life Church is south of us. Okay. Yeah. That's what it is. Um, but and, yeah, and, like they're, they're all over. Yeah, yeah. And each of those on a, terrible 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 day has 350 yeah um and so when you start to look at it at the numbers game right we we as the 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 church of christ the church that belongs to christ um not a denomination right but the lord's church we we struggle with numbers Mm -hmm. and i think there are multiple reasons for that which i don't know that we have time to (laughs) <laughs> fully get into today but um but but one of them i think is the idea of itching ears um i don't recall exactly where that verse is dylan if you wouldn't mind looking that up for me but uh but but the idea is that they people they want to hear what they want to hear 
And so things that are easy to understand, things that are easy to hear are um, going to be better received, right? And so uh, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, the, the, the more that uh, quote-unquote preachers of community churches or other congregations say, uh, you know, there, there's no sacrifice required in Christianity or you don't have to give anything up or the more that you give, the more you receive or uh, anything such as that. You know, people like to hear that because there's, like, okay, well, I mean, I can be a Christian and do whatever I want. And that's just not accurate. Do you have the verse? Yeah. So, I was looking at First Timothy, but it's in Second Timothy uh, chapter 4, verse 3. Nice. Uh, but I'll start back in verse 1 for context. Yeah. Um, they says, starting in verse 1 of Second Timothy 4, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season, reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound doctrine, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to sit their own to suit their own passions, and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. As for you, always be sober minded, endure suffering, do the work of an of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. And that's Paul instructing Timothy that there's going to be people who just want to, to be told something that makes them feel good, be told something that just, you know, uh, will, will either uh, approve or, or say, you know, it's okay, however you're living, uh, rather than let's strive to do better. Let's strive to live like Christ. Let's, let's raise the bar. Let's not be, be satisfied with the status quo. Um, you know, Andres, as you were talking about, um, some of the challenges of, uh, of evangelism there in Costa Rica, um, that there are so many different denominations, uh, even, um, uh, some Jehovah's witness and Mormons that, that are growing rapidly and uh, a huge Catholic influence, um, throughout all of the the families there in Costa Rica. Um, I saw this post on Facebook just yesterday. And when you mentioned that, I was like, Oh, well that ties in perfectly. (laughs) Um, but it's a a quote that says the hardest thing about preaching the gospel isn't telling people about Jesus. The hardest thing is convincing people who think they know him that they are lost. Oh, wow. Very accurate. Yeah, absolutely. Because, um, like it, it's one thing to talk to somebody who doesn't believe in God and and show them uh, through evidences that we have in the world around us that there is a God. And from there, walk through the Bible with them to help them understand what God's will for them in their life is. But it's a completely another thing to talk with somebody who believes they know Jesus, believes they have a relationship with Jesus and and kind of help them realize well, yeah. that's not what we find in scripture. People um, don't like to be told they're wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it appears like it's the same in the States and in Costa Rica. Yeah, it's very yeah. it's very similar. And, and I think that kind of speaks to the fact that the Bible is for all people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've, we've got one book, this, I mean, 66, but we've got one book, right? Yes. Yeah. And, and it is translated into as many languages as, as we possibly can. And the book doesn't change. It's not like the book changes based upon the culture that you're in. Mm. Because, Andres, you and I both know the culture in Costa Rica is different than the culture here. It is. Um, and, and the culture in Costa Rica is different than it is in Europe. And it's different than it is in Asia. And it's different than it, 
it's different everywhere. Mm-hmm. Culture is, is, um, it's, it's the way that people live where they are. Mm-hmm. But the Bible doesn't change based on the culture. The Bible is the same message. And that's because we're people. We struggle with the same things and we have the same problems. And the only solution is the same solution that it has been for 2,000 years. Mm-hmm. And that's Jesus Christ. Wow. Yeah. Such a beautiful truth. Well, it's not my truth. It's yes, the truth of the Bible. <laughs> so, God's truth. <laughs> yes. So one, one more question for you. And yes, then we'll, we'll just kind of, we'll see where it continues from here. But um, I, I want to, I want to know how school is going for you. Well, uh, Georgia School of Theology has been a very beautiful experience to me. I have had the opportunity to meet and learn from many uh, sound teachers in the Fed. And the program allows you to go through all the books of the Bible and also acquire uh, some useful tools for the ministry, such as Greek, Hebrew languages, apologetics, critical thinking, and how to use technology in in the ministry. Studying at GST is like learning uh, for what it is necessary for the ministry with a good level of teaching, but at the same time, it is like learning in family since all the people there are your brothers in Christ and treat yeah. you uh, very well. And something that has been very uh, beneficial to me is the fact that uh, they have a good technology that helped me to take the classes from uh, San Jose. Yeah. They, they are, my classmates are learning here, but, but I can receive the benefit of the classes from, since, from Costa Rica. Yeah. And it is, it is a great blessing because I, I am growing up in the spiritual things and in my ministry. And, uh, it is, is such a blessing to have those, those tools in the providence of God to, yeah to grow in, in uh, with the school. And in addition of that, there are opportunities like this internship that I have been doing here at Keller. Uh, it has been very important to me for learn about different fields related to the daily life of preachers, such as visitation, planning, teaching, work with young people and older adults, as well as I have also learned a little about ministry, missions. Uh, I have been the pleasure to be with the three minister here, three ministers here and learn from different things you all do. And I have seen how you are pretty busy during the day. <laughs> so it is true. The preachers don't, don't, don't work only on Sunday. They are very busy the whole week. And I can say that because I have been with them. So I am definitely very grateful for the opportunity uh, you have given me here at Keller to come and learn and do a little of my service for the cause of the Lord with you. We are very happy that you're here. So. Thank you. Did you have any more questions? Because I've, I've got some silly ones to kind of close this No out, more but. questions. I was just going to say that, that you being here is uh, incredible for us as well. Like, I, I know you're you're enjoying this week and, and you talk about how, how thankful you are. And 
Um, yes. But your presence here is beneficial, not just for me, Chris and Corey. We're thankful to, to talk with you, to study with you, because um, we grow as well when we do that. You know, the teacher almost grows more than the, the student when the teacher prepares for the class. <laughs> um, but uh, the congregation as a whole here at Keller is we're all benefiting from this because just you being here shows that the church is more than just what we find here in Keller. Uh, there are a lot of people uh, in America who don't have the opportunity or maybe don't take advantage of the opportunity to um, to support the church on a global scale. Um, and I think that really puts the church as a whole at a disadvantage. Um but it helps people to realize that the church is alive and well. The church is um, is active and it's it's functioning not just here in Keller, not just in Texas, but all throughout the world. Yes, I think one of the things that um, we can kind of forget is that the people in other countries are real. <laughs> <laughs> we don't we don't see them, we don't know them, we don't shake their hand, we don't give them a hug, we don't talk with them, we don't pray with them, we don't study with them. Well, that. I mean, sure, the church is active there, but we don't we don't know them, and so the fact that you're here and building relationships and, and growing that is is wonderful. You, know, you and I have have now known each other for over a year, I think, mm-hmm. um, probably, and, and we've been talking over the phone every just about every other week. We would uh, get on the phone and we'd talk, and I would work on my Spanish. And you would uh, laugh at me a little bit, and no, and just, no, just no, a little, just, just a little. <laughs> <laughs> and but we would we would talk, and we get to know each other. And it wasn't until uh, this last Saturday that I got to actually meet you for the first time, and it was it's just different. Um, and you notice I am of flesh and bones. You are, I, I, yeah. Is yeah. not a robot? In yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if you bleed yet, so I don't know if you're human yet. But but it, you are a flesh and bone. So yeah. Um, but no, so what was what was the one thing that your wife told you when you first met me? Oh, be, be serious with Chris. Uh, he, he's not the, that kind of of man that likes jokes. It, he doesn't look like. <laughs> he doesn't look like a guy that likes jokes. And, and Dylan, what, what would you That's say awesome. to that? <laughs> that Chris only talks in jokes. <laughs> his jokes. Yeah. It's, it's his nature. Yeah. yeah. So I, I thought that was really funny because the, the next day when, uh, you know, we had spent some time with one another, uh, your wife, Jamie, was like, who are you? <laughs> Who is this person that's joking? I don't. Um, all right. I've got one more question. Just one. I have a lot more questions for you, but we can talk later. But for the podcast, for everybody to hear, what was your favorite meal that you had while you were here? Oh, it's difficult. I, it, it is. Don't flatter me just for such, the sake of flattering me. <laughs> it is such an easy answer. <laughs> Uh, the courageous hamburger. <laughs> I thought for sure he was going to say when he went to, out to Rome to see uh, John Paul. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, it, it was very good. Now, well, in fact, all the American food that I, that I have tried here is is very delicious. Yeah. I, I can say uh, the courageous hamburger is very good but as well all the food that the sisters prepared yeah. is delicious and all the food that 
a different brother have invited me in restaurants or uh, American food is delicious. There's a reason that Americans but, struggle with their but weight. But <laughs> if you want to ask me which is the best hamburger in forward area, I would say with without hesitate, <laughs> courageous hamburger. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I, I am so thankful for all so, of the, the folks here at Keller that are can be so hospitable. And so many uh, of the, you mentioned the older ladies that, that will take you out to lunch and, and cook for, for you and Jamie both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they cook delicious, delicious. Yeah. Uh, and sorry, it's not courageous hamburger, but it is Carillo's <laughs> hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> There's a story behind that. We'll have to maybe tell that later. But um, but anyway, Andres, it was uh, it was so good to have you on today to talk with you about about Costa Rica and, and really about the Lord's Church, regardless of where it is. That yes. you know we we face some of the same struggles and some of the same problems, but glory be to God, we have the same answer, and and that answer is sufficient. So. Um, Dylan, is there anything else that you have? I'm all good. All Why right. don't you close this out? All right. Andres, is there anything else you want to say? Thank you so much for all the love that I have received here in Keller. And I, and I, lo- I love to have the opportunity to come here and know you. I know all the brethren here. You are doing a great job. Keep the, keep the good work and keep preaching the truth, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Thank you much. We will certainly do that. Uh, if you, uh, if you enjoyed this podcast, uh, please, uh, leave us a like, leave a review, let us know. And, uh, we, we do ask that you listen just a little bit longer and you can, uh, hear how you can help us out. We appreciate all of you for listening and, uh, for showing your support throughout these last few years. Uh, I can say years now. So mm-hmm. thank you very much. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Bible Conversations. We want to ask if you have any questions, suggestions, or comments that you please email us at kcocbibleconversations at gmail.com. You can also find us on social media. We've got a Facebook page as well as an Instagram account. Our Facebook page is very simple. It's just Bible Conversations. On Instagram, it's very simple, at Bible Conversations. Uh, Look us up, like our posts, and share it with your friends. We also have a... An opportunity for you to help us financially through a through a store uh, via Kim's Closet. And you can find that uh, you can just type into Google Kim's Closet. We have a uh, we have a link as well that, that we will be uh, posting in, in each of our episodes. And we just hope that you will that you will reach out and find us and uh, purchase a hoodie or a shirt uh, with the logo on it. And that way you can spread the word without having to say a word. So we appreciate you. Thank you all. Have a blessed week.